It is Shocktober 1st, 2021, and this year we're doing something different. Uh, Riker is usually with me, and he will be with me later in the month. But for the first 13 days of the month, we are going to talk about all of the Friday the 13th movies. Each one of them on a day, and then on the 13th day, we're going to rate them. And by we, I mean myself and Brett, who is here. He's going to say hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is Brett. <laughs> and Brett uh, Brett is here because Brett is uh, probably the biggest Friday the 13th fan I've ever known uh, and knows more about Friday the 13th than I do and knows more about Friday the 13th than Riker does. So you and I have been talking for probably a couple of years about doing this, and uh, I'm going to make you do all the heavy lifting. Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. You get to do, when, when I when I don't know the answer to, to a question, I'm just going to throw it on you. So just so you know. Uh, so like I said, uh, every day uh, this month, or for the first 13 days of the month, uh, we're going to talk about a Friday the 13th movie. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to take them right in a row. We're going one through whatever it is. Uh, what, what is it? One through eight. And then you got Jason X. And then you got... Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna do uh, Freddy versus Jason. Jason goes to hell. Jason goes to hell. We're gonna do the uh, the the uh, the the remake or not the remake, but like the reboot um, from about a decade ago. And then the last episode, we're gonna rank them uh, from worst to best, uh, or maybe I don't know. Maybe we'll each just do our top five or something. Ranking them from worst to best might be a tough one, but uh, we'll see. We'll figure it out when we get there. So here we go. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, first movie, Friday the 13th, made in 1980. Uh, and this one, I, I think the star of the show is Betsy Palmer, even though you don't see her for a while. Um, uh, but also, I mean, fucking Kevin Bacon, man. Yep, as I was just about to mention, you know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't forget out Kevin Bacon. And whenever I think of this movie, I think of Kevin Bacon. So this movie, like, sets the whole, sets the whole tone for the entire series. Like, they pretty much, you know, with minor changes, they... They, they pretty much just copy this, you know, 12 times. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but it's such a great template. So, And it should also be noted that this movie was heavily inspired by the success of Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween. Um, they saw the cash cow that was John Carpenter's Halloween, and they're like, well, that seems, that seems like a way to make a living. <laughs> uh, so, so what's his name? Uh, uh, Cunningham. Uh, Sean Cunningham, yeah. Yeah, Sean Cunningham saw uh, Halloween, saw how successful it was, and he was like, "Let's let's do this," and uh, put out like a note or put out like an ad to to get the movie made, you know, and um, and uh, and they got a distribution deal with Warner, and they were off to the races. And uh, this movie, uh, according to what I'm looking at here, grossed almost sixty million dollars. <laughs> It's crazy, especially on the budget. I can't remember the exact number. It was half like, a million. Yeah, like 500000 yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, since then, it's probably gone on to make, you know, millions and millions more. Because, you know, this first one is seen as a classic. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll talk about the premise a little bit here. And, and like I said, it's basically the premise for every one of these damn movies. Kids go to, you know, camp. Kids get killed. <laughs> 
one person usually survives. Uh, that's the end of it. Um, the 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 other thing that it establishes here uh, toward the beginning of the movie is um, the crazy old man who's like, you know, oh, yeah. stay away. You gotta love that guy. <laughs> He's like in, you know, he he shows up. Well, not he exactly, but that character that uh, that cliche shows up in countless other. Uh, slasher movies after this. Uh, let's just get into this right away. What would you say is what? What series do you like more, Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth? That's that's a tough one. Um, but I think you know where I'm going. Is most likely Friday the Thirteenth. Um, I've loved that since I was a kid. I've always I love the series overall. I love the character of Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, I love just the just the whole movie collection. There's obviously. Just like Halloween, there's things that just don't make sense from a timeline perspective. <laughs> yeah. I think Halloween's probably a little more brutal with that, and they're fixing that obviously with their new, yeah. with the new um, reboots. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely Friday the Thirteenth for me. But we'll see how Halloween keeps playing out because that might be uh, the newest Halloween. Was, Halloween was, uh, kills. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was it's yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, uh, I I always go back and forth. Uh, Halloween, the original one, is my favorite horror movie of all time. Uh, I love Michael Myers too, but Jason's just freaking iconic. Yeah, and he's got, especially once you know he gets the mask, which you know we'll talk about later. But you know, it doesn't show up until part three. Um, just Jason with the machete and the hockey mask. That image you can picture it in your head right now. He's just standing there, you know, with the machete hanging down, you know, at his waist and the hockey mask. There's just something about that image that I just love. Yeah. Um, I also think like a lot of the the kills and yeah. special effects in the Friday the Thirteenth movies are just crazy compared to some of the other horror films and the way that they do them, the way they just shoot them, and the creativity that goes into that. You know, again talking about murder, but yeah, um, you know, pretty cool stuff compared to some of the other horror films. Yeah, um, I also love just the the theme of summer camp. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of camp horny camp counselors. Uh, not watching the kids, having sex, getting murdered, you know, <laughs> oftentimes doing drugs. Yep. Uh, I, I just love it. Um, so anyway, this movie starts out with a flashback to the 50s uh, where you got a couple horny teenagers uh, doing it in a barn or something and uh, they get murdered. Uh, and then flashes forward to, you know, the 80s and Annie, uh, who's the first girl we see, and she's the one who... Uh, who gets uh, you know warned by Crazy Ralph, and then and then murdered shortly thereafter. We're gonna spoil the shit out of all these movies, by the way. Um, that, and if you haven't seen them, that's tough titty for you. Um, but anyway, uh, and then you know flashes forward, you know a little bit later, and you know they're they're getting the camp set up. The counselors are getting the camp set up. Uh, the counselors in who's the guy who runs the camp? Is that is his name Ned? Like, who is that guy? Oh, shoot. I'm, I'm forgetting his name. I always want to call him Chad because the Friday the 13th video game. Yeah. Like, oh, based yeah. a lot of the characters off on it, but they didn't name him the same names as the, the video. Yeah. And immediately when I see it, I'm like, oh, it's Chad. He looks like he's about 40 years old. Yeah. You know, he looks like uh, he looks like the brawny man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he belongs on the front of a paper towel, a package of paper towels. But anyway, so he's there uh, and and uh, he's there with, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the, 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 you know, the final girl, Alice, is that yes. Alice? Yep. Yeah. So he's there with Alice and, uh, and Alice, you know, she survives spoiler. Uh, but 
with her with her awesome Farrah hair uh, that I just love her eighties Farrah Fawcett hair. Um, but anyway, and they're getting the camp ready, the whole deal, and you know people get people immediately start getting killed. And and what I love another thing I love about this series is that these movies are quick. You can blast through them in under ninety minutes. Mm-hmm. They wow. don't overstay their welcome. Nope. And by the t- and oftentimes I'm like, man, I wish that was a little bit longer. Uh, but anyway, so uh, my favorite kill in this movie is Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah, the, hands down. Yeah, he's 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 laying on the bed. Uh, is he smoking a joint? I forget. I think he started to. I can't remember if he was still doing it, but yeah, he was kind of like after they just. Uh, you know, did the deed. Yeah. He was enjoying himself, you know, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so he, he's laying on the bed and beneath him comes an arrow and, you know, pierces his neck from, from below the bed for uh, that. That's always, that's the first kill I think of every time mm-hmm. I think of this movie is Kevin Bacon. Yep. Me too. And, the. I like the, the the thought of like you know he was sitting there for a couple of minutes and then all of a sudden like some blood was dripping from the top bunk from a, a different murder. Yeah. And he looks up and right when he looks up, you all see see that piercing through his skin. <laughs> it's just like oh, it's so great. So anyway, uh, you know shit starts going haywire. The kids you know start freaking out and figuring out people are dying. Alice is running around trying to you know uh, find out what's happening. She's she's looking for Steve. Uh, Pamela Voorhees pulls up in a jeep, uh, and you know she's she's a middle aged woman, mm-hmm. harmless, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just <laughs> harmless. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, turns out, and again, we're spoiling shit out of this. Uh, turns out, so she starts talking weird and getting weird and getting awkward and uncomfortable. Alice realizes something's up with her. Um, Pamela Voorhees. Uh, starts talking about her son Jason who was drowned in 1957 and that's the year before the couple who was having sex at the beginning uh, were murdered um, so anyway I don't know why she stayed like quiet for so long yeah I mean the town may have sound like stuff happened obviously between then mm-hmm. or whatever because of the whole like you know the fear of well, yeah. you know, open up Camp Crystal Lake again and all that. But so twenty three years didn't go by without a murder. Other shit had I'm happened. I'm guessing so. You might have to fill in some of the gaps. But... Oh, you know what? It does make sense because Camp Crystal Lake was closed, right? Yeah. And they were opening it back up. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. So anyway, uh, so in this movie, Jason isn't even. Well, he shows up, but he isn't even in ninety nine point nine percent of the movie, and he doesn't kill anybody. Um, it, the killer is Jason's mom. So, uh, at the end, Alice, for whatever reason, she hops in a canoe and she's laying in the canoe half asleep. <laughs> well, let's back up for one yeah. second. One of the greatest fights in general between oh, Betsy yeah. Palmer and Alice, yeah, or Mrs. Voorhees, yeah. Is by far great. The slapping that happens in it is just <laughs> yeah, one of the right. best old lady fights, yeah, <laughs> fight that you've ever seen. So I just want to call it out because yeah. the movie's worth it just for that little that little part of it. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> She's this cold blooded killer, yet they have this weird slap fight. <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, you know, Alice uh, laying in the canoe. Uh, and Jason jumps out of the water and attacks her. Turns out that was a, it, that was like a, it was a dream. 
right? Because she wakes up in a hospital bed. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I think people have different interpretations of it. And I don't know if um, either Sean Cunningham or Victor Miller, I can't recall if they've ever come out and kind of talked about it. But the interpretation is it could either have been a dream or it could have something happened. Because I think the cops t- tell Alice that they found her like just on shore. Yeah. So, you know, it could have also happened where she might have blacked out and somehow oh, yeah, maybe. still gone away or whatever. But um, because at the end, you know, she was pretty sure of herself that, you know, the boy's alive if you can't find him kind of thing and all that. And uh, I think they just kind of leave it up to your own, you know, creativity to kind of figure out what you want, you know, want to believe in whether yeah. or not he was actually, if that actually happened or if it was like a dream. Gotcha. Um, Tom Savini did oh, the God. practical effects mm-hmm. in this and he's a god. Yes. When it comes to this stuff. So that's pretty great. Um, it was filmed in New Jersey at a at a Boy Scout camp called Camp Noby Bosco. <laughs> Whatever. What the fuck does that mean? Um, that would have been a great name to try to remember. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I, I love the fact that Tom Savini was the, was the guy. Um, oh, yeah, he's a god when yeah. it comes to special effects and costume designs. Oh, I, I, here's a bit of trivia. I don't, I don't know. Uh, slap fight. Uh, the woman, the girl who played Alice, actually got slapped in the face, like like Betsy Palmer actually legit. <laughs> yeah, while they were rehearsing, Betsy Palmer actually slapped her right in the face, and uh, she uh, fell on the floor, and she was like, "She hit me! She hit me!" And, and uh, Betsy Palmer said, of course I hit her. We're rehearsing the scene. <laughs> Classic Betsy Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Those, I mean, the slaps definitely didn't look real. And they, they, like, they didn't look soft. By any they should have let her connect, man. <laughs> That's true acting right there. <laughs> so, anyway, like we said, you know, it's $60 million bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, that's nuts. Uh, theatrical grossing. Um I, I, this movie, such a legacy. This movie, it, it laid the template for the rest of the series. Obviously, Jason becomes the murderer in the next movie. Um, but uh, other than other than the, well, I mean, there are. Well, I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. He's not the murderer in every movie, uh, but uh, <laughs> but it does. Nevertheless, it does lay the template down for for every movie to follow and. Um, these movies they do not break the mold very much uh i mean they have little variations but this this movie really set the template uh i love it uh okay now brett it's the time where we rate this one uh we're gonna rate it uh out of five hockey masks even though the hockey mask hasn't shown up yet what would you rate this one on your scale so it's tough for me because I do love this movie. I think it's well put together. Yep. Um, you know, Tom Slavini is one of my favorite uh, people of all times, and he does an amazing job with some of the special effects that happen in this movie. Yep. Um, so overall, a standalone film, I think it's great. I think it does a really good job explaining a story and set up this like whole franchise or whatever. Um, that being said, it's one of my least favorite to just go back to just because I'm such a you know Jason Voorhees fan in general that... Yeah. Not because I don't like the movie, it's just I don't really, you know, like, urge myself to go see it. If I had to rate it just based on, you know, how well it's been put together or whatever, I'd probably give it four out of five um, hockey masks. That's my answer as well. Uh, and it, it, I think it's it's almost the perfect movie. Uh, the only thing that uh, that knocks it down a peg is that Jason's not in it, you know, other than jumping out of the Which water I, at the yeah. end. Uh, if, if Jason would have been the killer, this would be, like, the perfect movie. And it probably would beat out... 
Halloween is my favorite horror movie ever because I love slashers. So anyway, other than that, it's it's like the perfect slasher. Yes. All right. That's it for today. Day one in the books. We will be back tomorrow with Friday the 13th, part two.